Hey there, crypto miner. Um, oh, me? No, the other guy with the pocket protector. Uh, yes, you. Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, well, look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. We've got all your old favorites, like X11, Script, SHA-256, ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty supernet flavors like Next, Opalcoin, Bitcoin Dark, Veracoin, Fibercoin, and introducing Syscoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at altnuts.com. Good morning, good morning, crypto land. Good afternoon for some of you. Uh, this It is Saturday morning. Uh, Saturday afternoon for you. Maybe night for some of you. Uh, today we are presenting you with uh, the creator, co-creator, and affiliate. And Mike, what, what are you? Um, I'm, I'm just a trader. And just a oh, trader. Mike. Yeah, just a trader. Mike's, Mike's my partner. My partner in crime. <laughs> we okay so we have a partner in crime and we have uh liberty now yeah uh <laughs> some of you know know him as liberty now he's the asset creator for liquid the uh it's it's done really well if you guys have been following it uh it's it does have its innovations in it uh you know bots we kind of went through it a little bit last time uh so i have my coffee and we have John, uh, who is Liberty now, and uh, Mike, who's very popular in the sexy scene. Indeed. He, uh, <laughs> he's got girls after him all the time. <laughs> I, I, I got I to gotta hold the calls uh, because they, they heard he was coming on. <laughs> uh, I tell you, today, we're also giving away uh, 10 assets to the first five callers who call in and uh, have questions regarding the asset. Uh, this is uh, partially given away from us and from Liberty now, so you could thank him later. Uh, so Liberty, how to, how did you get into crypto? Let's get some background. Yeah, sure. I just I want to open up and say, hey, thanks, Lutz, for having me on. Uh, it is a yeah, no pleasure to be doing this. This is uh, I think it's the first for me. Um, so this is exciting. I'll try not to make a fool of myself too bad. Um, Nice and, nice and slow. Oh, okay. I was just, uh, this is the first time for me. I will try to talk slowly and not make a fool of myself. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike's, uh, Mike's been awesome bringing him on this last week. And, uh, we've, we've, uh, we worked through a few kinks, but I think we're, we're going to work together really well. Um, so I have been into crypto since the, um, the big bubble, essentially. I think I came with the, with the bubble wave of <laughs> the Bitcoin bubble wave. Uh, and um, was just fascinated by it. I heard about it a few years before, but I did not spend any time on it, which I regret, as most probably do, when it was you know seven or ten dollars. Um, but I, but I, I finally spent time, got into it, loved it. It's just nerdalicious. I am a nerd, so it was right down my alley. Um, I think we're all. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I I. I sort of my progression was uh, Litecoin, and then I ended up in, in Next a few months after it was released. 
Um, and uh, I've been with Next so for more than a year. I, th I think Litecoin brought a lot of people into crypto. I think that was one of its famous uh, you know, the, the reasons for its existence. I mean, it makes sense. It was basically just Bitcoin, but I felt with better technicals. Um, but I don't, I don't know how they're going to do. You know, if they're always sort of in the shadow of Bitcoin, that's going to be tough. Well, well, you know, it, eventually people will see, uh, I think people will see all the innovations from all these other coins and will notice that Bitcoin is not as innovative as, you know, with things like NXT, coins like NXT. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely right. I mean, it, eventually, you know, people will have to wrap their heads around crypto one day. You know, it might start even, it might even start with Greece, from what Damon <laughs> says yesterday. Well, we have two options for Greece, to be honest. We either sell it on eBay or, I don't know. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what, what, what country are you in, Mike? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that for now, if you don't mind. I'll, all I'm going to say is just, uh, that I'm in Europe. Okay, we know the continent. Can we, can we give them the time zone, Mike? <laughs> if I give the time zone, then the people will start closing in on my location. And right now, yeah. I just prefer it that way, if you don't mind. Okay. So. Not at all, not, not at all. We, we, uh, we admire anonymity here. Uh, it's, you know, you, you'll find a lot of people in Slack are very anonymous. And for good reasons yeah well I'm not afraid to show my face to show who I am you know and to put out my insanity on, on the forums and everything you know but I just, I just prefer from this point of view that only a handful of people know who I really am in, in real life so for now we'll see later what happens <laughs> till, he, till he sees all the sexy girls that are after him <laughs> he's gonna, I'm gonna have to show my face <laughs> and tell him where I live <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mike, what, how did how did you get involved in Liquid? I know. So, so John is the creator. Liberty now, who's John? He is the creator, and uh, of, of Liquid, the asset. So, Mike, how did you get get involved? How did he get you in bed with you? Well, here's here's the deal. I started my own asset, Crypto Venture Fund. It was in the, in January this year. And it was a trading-based assets, meaning that I took all the funds, put them into Forex, and whatever profits I had in Forex, I gave them out. Uh, at one point, Jonathan simply approached me and said, listen, this is what I'm doing, this is what you're doing. I think the two of us could work really well together and you know, offer the transparency and the stability that people need. And after we went over the details and everything, we saw huge potential in the deal. And you know, it was a win-win for everybody, for both my investors and uh, John's investors. So we just said, okay, let's do this. That's kind of the short story. Yeah, it was a, it was a funny situation. <laughs> I uh, I have a lot of respect for Chancer and what Chancer does, you know, Ian, uh, whatever his last name is, Ian something. And so I saw, uh, and so I tend to browse what me <laughs> people my contact list are doing, are buying and selling and so I saw Chancellor grab some of Crypto Venture Fund, and um, so of course I was like, you know, what what's going on here? So I sort of just went, I just went and bought some. That's how much respect I have for Chancellor. Chancellor, if you're listening, I have a lot of respect for you. I just bought Crypto Venture Fund when I saw that you when I saw you buy it before I even looked into it. Uh, anyways, yeah, he's he's been around for a long time. I I know Chancellor. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A, Chancellor does next inspect, which is a great asset. He's a great yeah. coder. So he hops in, I hop in, and then I start looking into it, and uh, Mike is, is trading great, and um, I was just sort of um, looking into the future and thinking um, Mike's going to be making profits 
and uh, he's going to always have the people are always going to be asking questions. How are you? You know, what? How are you doing? What? How much do you have? And sort of a lot of these balance sheet questions that I that I address with Liquid. And so I thought, let's just bring Mike in, and Mike, then Mike can just trade, and I'll handle the the other side of things, and um, we won't have any uh, of the of the extra stuff that he has to worry about. Exactly. I, I I actually noticed you're very you're very transparent on your website. Yeah, for better or for worse. Um, but that was that was uh, my big thrust. There was basically three things I wanted to to do with Liquid. I wanted to try out this new trading concept, um, and I wanted to have an asset that was fully transparent. You know, I just got fed up with with assets like AutoDiv and other ones that just just the constant churn of scam assets. You know, and it's uh, the pattern of just leaving people in the dark. And so I really want to try to set a um, set an example for for any asset that's that's into this that 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 will it can be done. You can have full transparency without giving away your trade secrets, um, and then and then you can set yourself apart from other assets. And if an asset's not doing that, um, then I want investors to say, well, how come you're not doing that? Liberty Now is doing that with Liquid. You know, X Y and Z is doing that with X Y and Z. How come you're not doing it? And so um, I hope if we can. If we can get more new investors, steer them away from these scammy-looking assets, and 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 then so then because what happens when you have a scam asset that that succeeds for a while and then eventually you know punts like all of them do, you not only lose, you only have burned investors, right? A lot of them won't come back because they're frustrated, right? And then you have the immediate selling of that next from the scam asset, so they raise the money and dump it immediately. <laughs> And so it hurts the price. It hurts everything. And then you learn all, you lose all the new investors. So that was that was twofold. And the third thing, I just wanted to try to add more liquidity to the next market in general. Um, you're you're raising the bar. Yes. You're you're making a new standard for these assets that come out. They have to, if they, in order in order to compete, they have to be on the same standard as you. Because investors want to see it. Now. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah, wow. you're, you're right about the people who get bitter afterwards. You know. It, yeah, you know, I believe, you know, you, you, people who are new to the the crypto world, they come in, they get burned by a coin, they want nothing to do with it anymore. They don't, they don't even want to see crypto. Yeah. To be honest, that's why that's one of the main reasons why I joined Liquid because my asset was limited from a transparency point of view as well. I mean, Next Inspect had full access to the account. They could always say, okay, all the money's in the account, all everything's legit. But the problem was that I had no means of posting my trades and everything on the forum. And the problem was when I started my asset, all these scammy assets that we were just talking about, the autodiv and everything were in full, uh, full power, you know? So after they fell, people started looking at my assets, you know, questioning whether I'm for real or not, or am I just running a Ponzi? So from this point of view, uh, Jonathan really helped out a lot. Yeah, so, so uh, from what I hear, John is a is a great coder, right? He is. He's fantastic, to be honest. I mean, he solved problems that I couldn't figure out in a month. He solved them in three minutes. So I got to give it to him on this one. You're, you're very kind. Like I wouldn't that. say I'm uh, the best ever. I'm, I'm probably somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I have my moments of genius, and I have my moments of not genius. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think you're you're putting it lightly. You're, you're probably really good. I mean, people who talk like that are usually really good. <laughs> Thanks. So, and, we, and we all know that. All right. So, definitely. Uh, you know, what what was the name of your asset, Mike, beforehand? It was 
crypto venture fund. I don't know what I was thinking when I put that name, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, it, it's, it sounds like a good, it's a venture. It's a good name. Yeah, I mean, the so how, did you, how, how did you get involved in crypto, Mike? Uh, actually, I got to thank my broker for this because, well, I've been trading Forex for seven years and I had the same broker for the entire seven years. And at one point, it just popped up in my in my email, you know, we're now accepting Bitcoin payments and withdrawals. And I was like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so I went into it, started looking into it, and then I get these little obsessions when I find new stuff. All, all that's shiny attracts me. You know? So when I saw Bitcoin, I was like, OK, this is fun. I got to get into this. And one thing led to another, then I discovered Next and I saw its true potential and I just said no to all other, other crypto. To be honest, Next is my only love right now. And I think it's going to stay like that forever. Well, you know, there's a lot of love for Next out there. There's, you know, it's, Next is its own code. It, it's original. It's not a clone of Bitcoin, right? Exactly. It's, uh, it's, got, it's got functions that expand way beyond Bitcoin, which maybe one day people will see. Well, that, that's the idea with me because I work on a day day to day basis. I'm a day trader as a as a daytime job. I do nothing else but trade. So I see the financial aspect of Next and the potential of the uh, asset exchange and everything. You know, so so for me, it's an incredible platform. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You know, these big corporations, you know, that you know invest in in uh, in that world that you're in. Uh, it's they they're very they're very oblivious to even Bitcoin. So the fact that the, some people in that in those companies understand Bitcoin is is just the start, I believe. Because eventually, once all the other people wrap their heads around Bitcoin, they're going to start wrapping their heads around all the other coins that they could possibly accept. And uh, it's, it's like having more cash registers in a business. Uh, I personally was a baker at one point in my life, in a past life, and uh, my bakery did really well with more registers. More registers, you know, people were piling up. I needed more cash registers. And uh, eventually, you know, three cash registers instead of one allowed me to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. So accepting more crypto is like having more cash registers, and and they'll see that eventually. The two things that that were just like revolutionary when I when I found Next was was one the the proof of staking concept, um, which was I think Next was the first one that was doing proof of stake or close to one of the first ones. I, I, the first one that I was aware of that was doing proof of stake, um, which just solves that energy you know arms race problem just so well. And uh, and then I I liked that it was a zero, a zero inflation currency that it was just it is what it was and you know you we can debate about how it was allocated from the beginning but the fact of the matter is it's a zero inflation currency which I think is fantastic right and the, and whoever allocated in the beginning looks like they're getting out at the moment right? <laughs> that's right we're having some distribution <laughs> going on right now <laughs> I'm trying to get up, get as much of that distribution as I can so yeah, actually that's uh we, we have we have a question from uh, the audience uh, we have a few questions but this one fits at the moment uh, how's the how's the downward slope of NXT affecting your asset at the yeah, that's actually a really great, great question, and, it, and I, I'm happy to answer this on the air. It's easier than trying to type up an explanation. Um, right. So for those that watch Liquid at all, they know that I price everything out in Next. And so I have um, some money in Next. I have some money in Dash and in, in, in Bitcoin and in a variety of other coins. So what you'll notice, which is sort of an interesting phenomenon, that as Next actually goes down in value, 
it looks like the overall fund is increasing in value in next. And it actually is technically increasing in next value um, because you can get more with your Bitcoin. Um, so in, right. in, in, the re, in the reverse, if next goes up in value, then, then the fund will decrease in next. Um, so it's a weird phenomenon. Um, so one, in one way, when next is going down, it, it sort of increases what, what appears to be the value of the fund. Um, Twin has some interesting ideas on how to deal with that. I might, I might peg it to something else at some point in time. But um, and then the second, secondarily, um, it, motion's not bad necessarily. Um, motion's good. I, um, I make money off of motion. Um, you'll notice if you looked at my trade sheets, I got a bunch of negatives and then a big positive. So that negative is the motion being bad to me, and the positive is me then making money off that, off that sort of settled motion. Um, so I'm always looking for coins that trade that move, but not move too much. Um, there are some coins that, move, that do huge moves back and forth, and those aren't good for market making um, because um, the swings are not good. I don't know how to explain it other than swings are not good. If you're a market making, you might understand that better. Um, so you were a market maker for a while, right? I so I arbitraged primarily last year, and that was when I I showed my stats from the first round of software that I wrote. Um, where basically I just did straight arbitrage, meaning that I looked across all the markets, looked for a low ask and a high buy. If it was a profitable swap, I just swapped it immediately. Um, that's how I made profit, and that was just. I've told so many people when when Mint Pow was was in its when its height and. It was like Christmas every day for like two months. It was just people were making. I was making money hand over fist. I wasn't the only one. It was just incredible. Um, and then right. when Mint Bell took a dive and and everything sort of trailed off, you know, that was like Halloween every day for like you know. So it was yeah, for a lot of people. yes. And then uh, and then but but I learned a lot through that moment, and I even used some of that software for the new round of software that I wrote. Uh, and this idea of, of market making where I float orders around the market prices and sort of wait for orders to complete and then do a reverse trade um, is a concept I wanted to do for a long time. And so I didn't have the money for it at the time. I, I had been spend, spending you know, about two, three months working with JL on JLH and trying to promote that and get people interested in that. Um, and then um, I was able to then... Um, I was just chatting with DeMellon and a couple other guys saying, I wish we had more liquidity in Next. I, I don't know why it's not there, you know, and I was sort of sharing with my ideas and DeMellon's like, why don't you just do it? And, uh, and I was thought to myself, why, why, don't I, why don't I just do it? Um, I was like, I, I asked him, I was like, do you think I can raise two to three million? I'm just some random guy. I've only been really involved for, you know, three to six months. Am I going to be able to do, raise the money that I need? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure you can. So I, I, was, I actually doubted. I, I don't feel like I IPO'd at a very high price. Um, and James always has a very positive spirit. I, I noticed James? That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James actually didn't work with me on this one a lot. Um, but, yeah, he's great. And uh, it was more DeMellon and, and then Chancer helped me with the business plan. Uh, but, but, yeah, it just, you know, the IPO sold out in 12 hours and, bunch of people yeah, gave me a shot and it was just totally awesome yeah there's, there's a lot of people that frown upon arbitraging and i just want to i just want to input my my opinion on arbitraging i think it's the be a really good thing that people arbitrage because it levels the price on all the markets right yeah that's how i see it too right and i'm actually giving if someone has a high buy on let's say cripsy um they're actually asking to buy at that price i'm not i'm not 
I'm not, you know, I'm not negotiating right. with them. They, they want to buy at that price, and I'm just basically completing their order for them um, right. at, at the expense of, of, of the work of, ha- of maintaining the exchange accounts and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, you're right. I could see how it might be seen as a negative spin, but I, I don't see it that way either. It's, it, it, you have to be in it for a while to understand it. Uh, you know, arbitraging is bots. Bots are a good thing. You know, bots keep prices level. Yeah, I there there is yeah that yeah there is a negative aspect of bots where where I think um, we're always wondering who you know what bots manipulating the market right. No one wants to feel like someone's manipulating the market. Um, right. But I, I don't I don't do that and and I I you know I've I've people who are, are the, what's that? Oh, go ahead. I, it can, it can be done and and I could write the software to do it. Um, but there is always that risk of someone re. Like sort of re-upping you or re-manipulate it the wrong way, um, so it's very risky. Um, I wouldn't do it a because I, I'm not sure. I feel I think it's just great in general for the community. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a positive thing for people. But b um, people who will do it, even they are still taking a large risk and and hoping they're the big right. enough fish to do it. You know what I mean? Or they're going to get burned on the flip side that way too. So right, what they what they do is they use the bots to push the price down buy and then let the bots go right yeah you you would you would slowly it, inch it, it actually, one way and then you release it and move it the other way but if someone bigger comes in and they don't want to go that way which is usually going to be the exchanges that that's the, i think if, if there's any bot manipulation i'm not an expert on this by the way but in my opinion my humble opinion right. if there's any manipulation it's going to usually be done on the exchange level or some or a developer who has like 30 percent of the coin like massive massive amounts to do it um Nowhere near what I have, and most what most people have of any coin. Well, that depends a lot. To be honest, I made a lot of money uh, screwing bots over at one point. Uh, if you have, let's say, ten Bitcoin worth of whatever alts, and you figure out that there's a bot there that's trying to do what you just said, then uh, you can easily mess with it. To be honest, I made a lot of money off bots like this. Well, yeah, um, you're even, yeah, you're even saying yeah, at a human level, you're you're manipulating the bots. That, that's that's absolutely correct. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, that's how hard it is to run a bot and run a bot that manipulates. So you've got humans that know what you're right. doing that are taking advantage of you, and then you've got larger yeah, well, bots that know what you're doing taking advantage of you. So it's, it's really risky, anyways. I I heard I heard that you could. Uh, I mean, it, bots are good, but I heard people are better. I mean, if you are fa- a fast trader, right? And you, and you could jump back and forth through the exchanges and do it yourself. I heard that's even better than bots because a human a couldn't bottle. a human couldn't do what I what I do with my bots um, without just pure mental exhaustion. Um, you'd always have to be like setting resetting orders because what my my orders move with the market. So as the market moves one direction, another direction, my bots close and open again at the new price based on the percentage of what I'm looking for. So you you I mean you'd go crazy if you had five screens open and you were resetting you resetting orders every five seconds you you know um, yeah he, here's my input on it I mean a human could could take over could take out a bot if they were focusing on one single coin but they can't just focus on all of them that's the advantage of the bots you know if you were to trade only Bitcoin to next and the other way around then possibly quite possibly a human could take out the bot but the advantage of the bot is that it's trading in each and every one of the coins on the market, right? And a bot, and a bot doesn't sleep. Exactly. Yes. You, you would, yeah, you just sit and watch it and just do it all day. I actually, when I first, before I wrote my first bot, I actually did some manual trading. And for those of you that remember Djax, before Djax became a bit of a degenerate, if you will, um, 
Uh-huh. It was it was back you know back and forth and I would like I would do it for a day and I would just be exhausted you know and I thought there's got to be what better way to do this than sitting at my computer right, all day being a being a programmer you know and that's being a programmer you always find a better solution that's that's what you yeah we could uh, we could open up the phone lines now uh, if anybody out there would like to ask some questions to uh, to Mike or John you could call in now. Uh, we did have a few callers calling in earlier. <laughs> um, so, some very, um, very motivated callers. <laughs> then they just they were like, ah, screw it, I'm out of here. I can't, I can't call them now. I'm done. They went and took their Sunday afternoon nap. <laughs> First five people who Skype a question to me will get ten assets of liquid. Oh. Um. All right, we'll, we'll we'll play around with it later. I don't want to do it on air, but go ahead, Nippy Britt. Uh, ask me the question, and uh, I believe we had another Siberian forest out there who was an early caller, and we're waiting on questions. Actually, while we wait, we actually have other questions, so you got you could answer these at the moment. Uh, Cass Crypto wants to know, how, how do you keep your discipline and stay creative as an entrepreneur? Oh my goodness, that is a massive question. <laughs> I've actually been a um, to, to add a little more history on. I've been uh, I got my degree in computer science about ten years ago, and uh, pretty shortly after I got out, I uh, started building up a clientele base. Um, and so I've I've been full time self employed off and on. This is like my third time. I've been doing it for two years again. So uh, you go through some tough moments. Um, I had a moment where I um, my biggest client went bankrupt. Not because it wasn't related to me at all, but when you lose your big client, you know you gotta go back and look for a job again. It's frustrating. So it's just a lot of patience, a lot of um, a lot of attention. You gotta work on work quality of work. Uh, don't give up, you know. Um, and uh, uh, try to set reasonable goals. You got you gotta know yourself. You gotta know if you can if you can go by yourself for a long time, or if, or if you need people as a team, or um, or what. So, I would say it's a lot of it's a lot of perseverance. Number one, and then and and and, and do do a good job with your work. Don't cut corners. Hmm. Eventually, eventually, people will stick with you, which is basically the last couple of years. I've I've had three, four just really awesome clients that like my work and stick with me and. Um, that covers the bills and then allows me to do liquid um, also and um, I got some great I got some great investors so I hope I hope that helps you out Cass also Cass wants to know how how will liquid perform in the world with hyperinflation in fiat well liquid is mostly crypto so I think um, we're all expecting fiat to fail at some point in time so liquid will, will not be in fiat other than the other than the forex stuff, it's mostly in crypto. Um, the and actually, I expect if as as fiat does fail, as I think it will, um, and more people move to crypto, that that will make the markets a lot more interesting. I mean, think about how how crazy the markets were last year. For those of you trading, you knew there's the massive volume uh, and swings here and there. And so, if if people come back in, we get through this bear market alive. <laughs> Uh, then, then where that volume is going, I expect the volume will return, and which is great for liquid because liquid needs volume to make money, and and when that happens, it'll it'll be even better. 
and even the upcoming apocalypse of fiat actually right now is in our advantage because being a trader on fiat myself on forex you know i enjoy the big swings in the market i can ride the waves up and down i don't care if the euro for example goes up or it goes down i i don't care as long as i'm riding the wave it's okay for me i can long it short it do whatever so um yeah the current situation is in our advantage to be honest and i think our forex trading will continue for a very very long time until the collapse of fiat and then i'm going to be jobless no you'll just be trading crypto <laughs> a trader's a trader, man. You'll just be doing that. It's a, it's a, Nippy Brit says, I remember you got market maker status on Polynex. Did you get that on the other exchanges at Endorse? It add much to uh, and does it add much to your profits? The the yeah, Poloniex market maker was fantastic. It basically I, w I went from me having to pay uh, you know a quarter of a percent per trade in uh, fees to getting back, uh, you know, point zero, you know, getting a little bit back, a little bit less than that back. Um, I have not pursued it with the other exchanges um, of, let's say, Cripsy. Cripsy does give you a break. For those of you that trade on Cripsy, know that you get Cripsy points if you are not a taker, but a maker trader. For any of you who knows what that means, a maker means a maker means you have an order there and someone trades into you, as opposed to a taker trade is when you are the one um, making the, um, I think the word, you're the one making the trade, so you're, or you're, you're taking the trade, you're the one making the market order. So Cripsy offers a discount if you are just, for anybody who's just a maker, trader, and then, let's see, Bitfinex, I think Bitfinex also has a maker discount automatically, so there's no special status, I think they just look at your volume. Um, and then uh, Bitrix. I'm not aware of Bitrix. I haven't looked into it very much. Um, I basically the Poloniex was a great fit just because um, of Moby Dick, who's just super awesome. I talked to him a lot, and he helped me get the asset on Poloniex. And so they asked me just to add on uh, Bitcoin USD for Tether, and they would give me that status based on my volume. So uh, uh, Nippy Brit, just post up your uh, your address inside Skype. Send it to me, and uh, we'll, we'll have those assets to you right away. Thank you for participating. Uh, we have uh, the forest guy here, so Siberian forest. He's wondering what the long-term goals are for Liquid, and what are the plans for Liquid bots when the liquidity leaves the crypto scene. Oh, that is a that is a that's a bearish question. <laughs> <laughs> don't come on, you're killing me, Siberian. I I don't want to pretend that things are going to get worse. It, it, how much how much worse could it get? Um, yeah, I mean, volume goes down and liquids profits will go down. It's not not specifically rocket science. There, I mean, I'm I'm hoping it's not going to happen. Um, I'm always looking for markets uh, that have volume, you know, and um, yeah, it's 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 not going to be good if that continues. Hopefully, Mike will pick up the slack. How about that? Mike's gonna make double if if, if this goes down. Then and exactly. Then. <laughs> in case there's no liquidity in crypto, we can take we can just take the entire fund and you know pour it into forex. And the idea is that cash flow is never gonna stop in liquid. So there's no need to worry. Even in a in a standstill market on crypto, we're still gonna be making money. I think yeah. I think though, if we get to a point where it's a standstill on crypto, then. Uh, it may not be worth that much at that point in time, but yeah. 
Well, I, I would think you guys would look for other markets to participate in. Yeah, if if they're the the really cool thing about crypto is that you can you know the the reason I generally avoid trading a lot of um, well I I actually I was trading on Cripsy the USD Bitcoin market for a while but then I have if if the market swings one way then I have all this these dollars on Cripsy and I and I can't use them anywhere else until this market swings the other way because you have to like do a withdrawal which takes three days then put it back in again you know it's a hassle so. If it's another market where I can easily transfer currency, then yes. If it's a market where I can't, then I'm not going to do it. It's, it's very, very tough to arbitrage. You have to have large amounts of money to arbitrage a market make in, in markets that you can't easily transfer the currency. Wow. Well, there's a handful. Anyways, I'm not going to say, yeah. you know, there's there's risk in liquid. Um, I wish I could tell you that everything's always going to go John Dandy, but uh, but anybody who knows anything about this stuff knows that I can't make possibly make a guarantee like that. I'm just going to keep working hard, coming up with new products, new ways to make money. That's what I love to do. We'll keep trading. Mike's, Mike's going to kick some butt for us, and um, we'll keep plowing forward as best we can. Well, everybody, my Skype is Lutz, Lutz, L-O-O-T-Z, L-O-O-T-Z. On Skype, that's my name. Uh, send me your questions. We have two people that are getting 10 free liquid assets. And uh, uh, actually, we, we have another question from Jones. Uh, Jones. Uh, Jones. <laughs> All right. <Jones. laughs> uh, would you consider doing more market marketing on the liquid asset itself? The spread is 260 to 297 at the moment. It's too popular. Only 16 sell orders at the moment. Uh, I, wow. I, I market-maked it for a while, and um, I pulled it back because I wanted to use my liquidity somewhere else. I, wanted, I, didn't, wanted, I didn't want to use up the, the capital I had market-making my own asset. Now, um, it's always been a weird thing. I, I was actually, I've had a conversation about liquidity, and I was told that... Uh, I didn't agree with this person, but the person told me that liquidity is bad if people can't buy it. You have, to have liquidity, you have to have a way to, for people to buy and to sell, and it, which is a funny problem to have because usually in the asset market, the problem we have is people can't sell what they have. You know what I mean? So I, I hadn't considered that the upside would be a problem. I think that the market will adjust eventually, and then you'll have people that do not want to hold at whatever price it's at. Then I expect there to be liquidity on the sell side um it's actually been interesting when we released um when we did that merger with cvf a lot of crypto venture fund people got some liquid um and then i know that next inspect paid out a dividend with liquid so um 16 sellers is actually more than liquid has had on average since the very beginning um so it may seem like it's not very much but it's actually been increasing and uh It'll it'll grow it'll grow and I, and I may when I have the capital again, I may um, I may I may add, I may add the market making back in and I also I know that some people um, are are if they see me sort of trading my own asset there's some hesitancy like why why is that happening um, so I I also try to be sensitive about that I don't want people to think I'm manipulating my own asset right. you know one way or the other right well you know you know when you see a good buy you see a good buy you know. You believe in your asset. You, you believe in it. Somebody wants to sell it cheap. I would buy my own asset too. Well, I've been. If for those who watch it, I've been on my with my own personal account. I've I've been buying buying plenty of it for sure. 
because I think it has a long ways to go. Do you have any? Um, do you have any so, plans? Yeah. Do you have any plans for your bots to uh, participate in Instadex? I um, I have been you know sitting on the edge of my seat like everybody else, um, waiting for it to come out. So it, when it comes out and when I understand it, um, and if it makes sense for me to do that, I definitely will. If the, if I mean the numbers that that James and and others that have been working on it have been releasing with volume, I mean I would definitely be in it. I'm already I'm already trading next AE, which was which was very challenging. So that's done, and so I can't imagine instant decks will be too much different than getting that done. So I, that's I heard, the long answer. The short answer is yes, I do if the volume is there. I heard uh, I, I heard it's going to be a little difficult for bots because there's going to be a you know the transaction fee. So one NXT per transaction fee. I I'm already paying that anyways. With um, I'm I'm market making JLH. I'm market making next. And I'm paying that. What the thing is, the thing is, it actually when I ran the numbers, um, it's still it's either a better deal than paying the the quarter percent, you know, on other exchanges, or it's it's at least equivalent. Um, because I don't pay it. It's on a, so if I I can do like I can do a four Bitcoin trade on the next AE, and that costs me you know one next plus the cost of, of the open and closes for maybe like a half a day. So it might be like maybe 50 next. Um, but if I, if I do a four Bitcoin trade on Bitrix or somewhere else, I'm paying, you know, I don't know, was that a thousand or I don't know off the top of my head, but it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than, you know, 50 next. So, um, so I'm, still, that's still not going to slow me down. Yeah. If, if, if the volume's there, it's definitely worth paying that, that, that transaction fee. I, yeah, if you're making profit, why not? Uh, it, the, all, all the profit that gets generated goes to the liquid holders. So, I mean, not all of it, right? What What is it? Fifty percent of your asset will be planned on going out. To Actually, holders? no, no, you're right. Uh, up until up until last week, every penny of profit um, went to the bottom line, and then I've been paying out seventy five percent and seventy percent as dividends. But the, all the money went to liquid. The liquid, you know, the balance sheet. Right. Up until last week, I actually paid. Um, I'm gonna do a little shout out for Fontline. Anybody looking for some graphic design, Fontline um, uh, has been doing a fantastic job for me on developing my new uh, liquid on-demand uh, infographic, which I will be releasing soon. Some of you have already heard about in on-demand. Um, some of you haven't. I'll be releasing an infographic that explains it. It's basically if you have a, a large amount of coin that you want to sell, don't want to deal with the exchanges, don't want to try to get the best price. Um, I'll I'll work with you and and I'll handle it on my end using my using the liquid software, and um and then I just get back to you and it's done and it's 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 really cool. So, oh. um, I did pay Fontline 15k in next for his work and that's the only expense that I've expensed to uh to Liquid's bottom line. Oh, so you provide the liquid for people when they need it, uh, when they when they want to get rid of some of the some of their assets or holdings. Yeah, yeah. Anything on anything. If you look at my balance sheet, any coin that is there that I'm actively trading, you can then um, you can then uh, have me trade it for you. Where, where where can they see this? What's the what name of the website? Um, it is it is like we're talking bleeding edge right now. I'm I have about three words to fix with the font line right now, and then it'll be done. And then I will release it on the website, and I'll release it on my channel on Slack, and I'll release it on the next forum. And I might even announce it on Bitcoin Talk. What is your? Uh, oh yeah, that's cool. Might want to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sort of. Uh, yeah, I'm on the fence about whether I want to do that or not. That's why I said might. <laughs> uh, is, what is is the website out? Can people take a look at it? 
Well, no. So, so my website is liquidtech.info, my main site, and I'm going to add on um, another menu option that we'll talk about on demand, and it will have the on demand infographic. Um, on demand is just is, is the name of the product, so it's I call it liquid on demand, and that product is how people can then um, uh, let me trade their trade their their um, coin for them. Gotcha. So www.liquidtech.info. You got it. And, and that's fun. I mean, for those for people who like to watch live stats and live trading, you're just gonna you're just gonna be a junkie on that. It's it's so fun to watch the the numbers change as the market changes, and even just watching the balance sheet actually updates every eight to ten seconds. So as as values change of coins, you can see it changes immediately, and then then the trade page and the summary page updates every five minutes. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I see today's date. Looks like there's a lot of trading going on. NXT to BTC. Yeah, and that's that's the big mover right now. I actually I actually uh, canceled a few of my other walls to make sure I, I could get maximum liquidity on the next BTC just because it's been so crazy today. I see Dash, I see Clam, I see Veracoin, which is a yep. personal favorite. Yep. NXT. Nice. Yeah, I mean, these are these are winners in my book, you know, for my personal trader. So yeah, that, I, I I like that. It, it looks like a very transparent website. Uh, you can see every single thing that goes on here. Balances, yeah, there's really, there's balance. really, other than putting the work into, there's not a lot of reason why a trading asset can't show something. It's, it's really, um, it's really it should be if you should be concerned to anybody who's trading and they can't show you any stats, it, it it's probably a, a a couple days of work to get that out there, some sort of live version. Wow, this is really setting the bar high, man. Because most most developers, most Entrepreneurs, venturers will not show you their wallets. I see all the wallets here. Yeah, all the wallet addresses. Yeah, I, I think I, I um I talked to my those of you who know Mises. Mises is a as an ex excellent trader. Um Bonus. and uh, and I was just sharing with him the other day that the balance sheet's really the kicker because I can I can I could even show you my trades all day long and if you don't know how those trades are affecting my balance sheet, it doesn't still doesn't tell you that much. The point is, you want to know that I still have money in my account, right. um, and my trades are making profit because I can I can even make trades that are profitable. But if 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 the, my balance sheet goes down to zero, then that doesn't even matter. Which is what happens. I I also think that there are, there are some assets that I think purely were Ponzi's from the beginning, and some assets that I don't think were not necessarily, but they just turned out that way because the um the trader did not manage their balance sheet at all. So basically, they they had a good run of trading. Um, and then they just had a bad runner train and just went through the money and it was gone and they just ran away and never came back. So that's that balance sheet is critical and I, and I would definitely encourage any 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 asset holders if you can get some sort of live balance sheet out there, uh, let me know if you want help doing it. Um, it won't be will be free, but I, you know I'll try to give you a reasonable price for it and, and and let's get that information out there so everyone can uh, let's build the trust in the community. Yeah, Mises seventy seven is is a big you know he's been big in the community. He's Big on liberty. Uh, he's, he's very, very knowledgeable. Yeah, Mises is my boy. Uh, you, you hear me, Mises? You know, I, I see, uh, I see that smiley face. I had to give you a shout out. Uh, so let's, uh, you know, you, you, you did a great job explaining the your asset. Uh, in the f any future plans for your asset besides the, you know, the the, the newer the newer integrations with the. The other innovations coming out. 
Any any yeah. any plans that that you might want to disclose? Well, besides on demand and uh, so yeah, I guess just just what's going on right now is I'll just recap one more time. So there's on demand, which I already explained. Um, I'm always looking for new markets um, that that fit a good profile, like a um, like like a Next or an LTC or a Dash, where there's there's not massive swings, but but it's got some action that I can trade off of. Um, we've got Mike in the house. I mean, Mike's only been trading for a week. As a matter of fact, if you look at the trades page and you look at the summary page, um, just just so everyone understands, and I, I know this sounds pretty stupid of me, but I didn't consider that Forex was closed over the weekend. So when Mike and I when we Mike and I closed our deal it was the end of the week, and I was like, all right, Mike, let's get going. I want to see some numbers. And Mike's like, uh, you know, the you know the markets are closed, right? No, <laughs> and I was no, like, oh no man. No I've been in crypto world for so long, at twenty four seven crypto world. You know, I I forget that other markets are not open all the time. So, um, so yeah, so Mike's Mike's showing up five days a week. As a matter of fact, he he starts trading again. And is it two hours, Mike, or one hour? When do the markets open again? It's in about one and a half hours. So. Right. So Mike's got his Red Bulls, and uh, he's going to be he's going to be doing his eighteen hour days for the next five days. And you can even <laughs> so you can see Mike's trades on um the trades page. Uh, there's still a few there from Friday. The FX slash USD trades are Mike's trades. Um, so those are a lot of fun to watch as they flow into. Um, and then uh, the only other thing I'll just briefly mention, I'm not going to give a lot of details on it, so please don't ask me about it yet because it's still in uh, development. But we're trying to implement a program program where people can actually take their capital and they can give the capital to us and say, here's some capital that I want to, I want you to trade for me and I want to make some profits also. So that's like another level of how you can invest in liquid. So you can buy you can buy shares and then we're probably gonna be opening up an added avenue for you actually to 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 give uh, uh, capital to liquid. I we will trade for you. You can even say I want I won't have to go to Forex, I won't have to go to crypto, or I want all of it to go to Mike because because literally now you suck or you know, whatever. And and we'll take that um, and then we'll give you a percentage of profits and then we'll give a percent of profits to the the investors that already exist. So, um, um, that's in progress right now too. A perfect balance between uh, Indices genius, right, and a and a developer genius. <laughs> All right, that's, that, that's a good combination. I mean, somebody who you guys need each other. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 I mean, for those of those that are in my channel a lot, and I I, I complain all the time about not having enough capital to trade with. So. Um, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to dilute the shares too much, and I didn't want to um, sell a lot of my next. So I'm just trying to figure out ways to raise capital so that we can we can make more money and uh, uh, not miss opportunities. Oh, very very nice. A- any more questions out there? Uh, we're coming upon almost an hour now. Yeah. If uh, anyone's still awake, we'll take a question. Those that are sleeping, I understand. You guys did a great job. Listen, af- afterwards, you guys would be will be able to. Uh, Post this this on your website if you like for people who have questions about liquid. Uh, you know, Supernet Radio provides that. Uh, I'll give you the embed code when we're done. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. Uh, what? Uh, it looks like we might have a question. Hold on. Giving giving you capital to trade for us. Very nice. Oh yeah, we don't want to say that too loud. Not yet, right? Yeah, let's uh, let's leave it there. This Siberian with a CY, chill, a, chill out for a bit, and uh, we'll get the information out maybe next week or two. As Kevando would say, that's a scoop. 
that's the scoop, right? <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let, let's let's enjoy our our Sunday. I know you guys got to get to trading soon, so you know get your Red Bulls. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get to my family. And uh, th- thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah Mike. Absolutely. Mike, one more question for you. Yeah. Nippy Britt wants to know if how sexy you are. I, that's not me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, as I as I told John before, I, I don't think there's any unit of, of measurement for such a thing. But I, I'm posting pictures and everything, and I'll let the com- the community decide. You know. So. <laughs> what, what, when's the fireman calendar coming out? Uh, unfortunately, I have a problem with fire. So if anything, it's going to be kind of a wet T-shirt kind of thing. But uh, we'll see when the time comes. Uh, all right, all right. There you go, Nippy. <laughs> so you're very popular in the sexy world. I, I, uh, I get a, I get a video cam uh, mic every once in a while, and you know I try to keep the, the computer screen turn, screen uh, turned away from my wife. You know I don't want to get any ideas. That's how sexy Mike is. <laughs> oh, you better watch out. All right. <laughs> all right, guys, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, for all all you people who chimed in today, uh, I believe we have three. Uh, Thank you, and uh, those assets will be going out to you right after the show. All right. Later, guys. Later, Lutz. Later, bro. Adios.